Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Cafe Muse Podcast. This is episode 10 of season 2. And well, we're going to talk about some laws and how we feel about them, or compare them, about the Japanese laws. Yeah. Well, I'm one of your hosts, Shawnee095. I'm DMBTV. I'm Psychometry. And I am Sasha Streams. All right. Dramatic pauses. Let's go. Sorry <laughs> right, about that. I, it, the, the, it was weird this time. <laughs> it, it's, I, oh, I don't good. know. For some reason, the blocks are in a different order than they usually are. Fair. Fair enough. Just have an official order uh-huh. going then at that point. Yeah. True. Fair enough. Um, so... Is there anything we want to start out with? Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Um, well. We were given, for, uh, for the audience uh, who are listening, we were given a, we, a list to look over, kind of just as a little baseline. And I found it weird how number one is it's illegal to make clones. Like, who thought of that? <laughs> I, yeah. Like... I, I, I very much feel this is something that came out of the 60s and 80s when, you know, scientific experimentation went, like, all the way. It was actually 2001. 2001? Uh, when it was, yeah, when it was implemented. But the thing is, it's uh, it, it's illegal to experiment with such. So it carries a 10, uh, 10-year sentence and a... 10 million yen fine damn imagine if they'd succeeded in like back in the 1960s in the experimental era how different that law would probably be because yeah I get, I get the ethical thing where it's like now in this day and age we can't get away with risking someone's life in order to make a clone so well not even just that but how much issue that brings with it yeah, no, there'd probably be a lot of laws that have to be centered around whether clones are people too and have their own rights and whatnot, but, <sighs> you know, if only they succeeded back in the days where people would just get lobotomized for no reason in the name what? of science. <laughs> in the name of science, science says get lobotomized. I mean, yeah, it was truly, it was truly a time in the 1960s. You know, you get away with anything as long as you said, ah, it's for science, so, because we need to learn. So, uh, how's about the next stupid fucking one as well? Ice cream in mailboxes. <laughs> you can do some time for that shit. Okay. There's a lot of questions around this one that I feel I have to be asked. Number one. How many people did this that this <laughs> needed to be an official law written no, for like, in the fucking law Who the law fuck books? is putting ice cream in mailboxes? And number two, what dumbass is wasting good ice cream? Man, if you, you know, paid for ice cream with your own damn money, why, are you, why aren't you eating it? <laughs> That's good ice cream, dude. I'm looking at that ice cream and like vandalism. That. I mean, that does look really good, but vandalism. But I there suppose. are like so many better ways to vandalize someone's mailbox. You know, leave a turd. Well, that is leave. also apparently part of that law. 
What? And also, apparently, uh, in 2006, a fucking 42-year-old postman got uh, got put in the slammer for it. <laughs> Man. So it's actually, that's, that's how you know you chocolate talk smart. Ice cream. Working a job like that, you, you gotta enjoy the little things, man. <laughs> I just want to say that this uh, this link that was left with this uh, possible debate or discussion, it was just like an example. This wasn't what we had to like exactly do. Well, no, I know, I know, I know. But that was just another one that I was just like, what the fuck, why? Okay, fair enough. That's goddamn, man. Some people who are just really, really, <laughs> they just hate the world that much. They'll waste a good thing like ice cream and fucking destroy your mailbox in the process. I will say, I think it's weird that in Japan you can't take out trash too early. Yeah. Uh, that, this one's actually very interesting. Um, because... Japan's inf- infrastructure, it's very precise and on the dot. Like, trash being too early. He- here's another one to add on top of trash being taken out early. Is that you also can't just toss everything in the trash. There is... There is, like, different categories for, like... Like, take, for example, styrofoam. And, like, uh, cardboard boxes and stuff like that. All of those have, like, specific categories and way they have to be disposed of. And some some places will just flat out not let you dispose of your trash uh, in your building if they don't offer that specific service. Shit. So, like, oh. so like, take, for example, to be like, okay, so cardboard boxes can go, but not cardboard boxes with pizza, uh, that have held pizza because of the grease. And then, like, styrofoam is, like, is it the soft styrofoam? Like, styrofoam peanuts? Or is it, like, the hard styrofoam that crumbles and falls apart? Those have to be separated. Um, And apparently it is a goddamn nightmare to get rid of anything uh, electronic or large pieces of furniture. Like, trying to get rid of your couch or, like, a a shelf or something is absolutely a nightmare because you have to measure it down to like the precise centimeter because they need to make sure that they can fit it in their vehicles and then you have to like weigh it so that they can you know once again uh i think it's so they because they'll charge based on weight or something the fuck yeah because well because you know and that's part of profiting in that business is you'll have like a large trailer for trash and stuff but then you'll need to try and optimize that space as much as possible true fair okay especially with how compact the vehicles are but you think about it how over here it's like we have well you know we have landfills and stuff and it's just like if the couch needs to go you know our, our trash uh our trash compactors can handle it yeah just I was about to say, the that if if you've seen those industrial ones that we have over here they can literally crush damn near anything. But then it's like over there, it's like you got to file out paperwork, you got to do all these measurements, you got to pay a fee. It's like, oh, my God, moving over there has to be an absolute nightmare. Nightmare, yeah. Although rewarding can you imagine? in way. Like all the stress of moving and then you have to do that shit if you can't yeah. take your furniture with you. 
You can't just leave it on, this, part on the curb why, like anywhere else. I'm sure that's part of why some of their furniture is really No, actually, that, that, that is an interesting point you bring up. And this this is actually the reason why a lot of furniture gets left behind when tenants uh, like uh, rent a place. is because they don't want to deal with that stress. They don't want to deal with the paperwork and the beads and stuff. That's why you'll get really old fridges, really old couches and stuff. All that stuff will stay in a renter's space even after they're gone and then it's up to the person who's renting that space to then get rid of it if they don't want it Interesting. uh connor from uh, the trash taste podcast was talking about how he had this like really old like cockroach infested fridge and stuff oh, that got left over from the previous tenant and it was like a nightmare to get rid of because it was on him to dispose of it wait why would that oh god that should have been on That's the wrong. actual like the owner to get rid of it. I, I yeah, I don't honestly know what is up with that. I feel very much so that the the actual uh, renter has such so little responsibility in all of this. I mean, they get a lot of punishment if things go wrong. I think. Like if the if the person who's renting flees or whatnot, and like they they catch a lot more flack for other things. But when it comes to the small things, like making sure the space is actually ready and stuff, it seems very much so that they are very neglectful of that and that they're not held accountable. And to be yeah. fair, most uh, owners, as far as I understand, for places like that, is there what uh, they're pretty up there in years. The actual owners? Like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I mean, because more often than not, uh, as far as I understand, it's not very, like, young uh, aged people doing that kind of thing because it's very expensive. No, I've, I think they've been passing hands as of late, you know. As you know, Japan's that aging population means that a good number of them can't still be doing this kind of thing. They can be very much so, yeah, especially if they're top heavy. Yeah. Especially if seeing as how it's not that much work, it's just all about whether you're willing to risk the liability that you can be a renter. So, yeah, but, uh, from what I've seen, I think it's still, you know, in terms of the actual age of renters, they're, 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 they're changing hands to the younger population. That could be, yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, it's just like, I guess, with anything else, I mean, typically that stuff, it's more money needed to actually do said thing, like being a renter. So, therefore, it would typically fall onto a person of, like, more elder, you know, someone who's been around for a while. So it would be a little more difficult for just a young gun to have the apartment or whatever house to rent out. So it would be harder for them to get rid of it. veering wildly off course from that. Yes, that yeah, was, that very, was just a tangent very. I want to put out. But, it's just that I can't imagine, though, the whole trash schedule thing. Because, oh God, you know, it's convenient for us. For it, You know, it's 10 p.m. or something. You come home from work and you're like, okay, leave the trash out for the morning. All good, right? You go to bed, don't gotta think about it, you wake up, take the bins back in. But these guys have to get up at, like, specific time slots or something, like 7am, and then put the trash out for, uh, from, like, a 30-minute window or something. 
To be I'd fair, assume. that's kind of apparently when, like, Japan as, uh, in general, kind of prefers their population, in lack of a better term, to function. Because, I mean, they have, I don't know if you've heard, but they have those, like, really weird early morning, like, workout uh, <laughs> fucking TV shows. That kind <laughs> the of thing. programming, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's I, a weird. I guess they're really thinking people, they're wanting people to get up super early. That's a way too weird for my taste, those workout programs. I saw oh, one dude, from it's so soulless. A bro- uh, uh, Chris Broad's uh, Abroad in Japan channel. He showcased one where you would learn English as you worked out. But the oh, English no. was, like, so specific and so stupid. <laughs> like, like, they, they reenacted a scenario where this is what you would say if you were, like, getting mugged. <laughs> and you would do, like, oh aerobatic God, workouts to that. it. You'd be like, please don't shoot me. Please, please don't, don't shoot me. It's so me. stupid. <laughs> I've seen that, too. Like, at first I was like, oh, yeah, you know, get your workout in, learn a little English. That's not a bad idea. And then I was just like, whoa. What in the fuck would it's you like, ever what use any think, of these? What do they think the fucking English-speaking world is like? Apparently, fuck? every morning, you know, you walk out your front door and you half expect someone with a gun trying to mug you. It's <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Alright, getting back to the point, though. It's just like, but... Uh, it's just having that system here where you can just take the trash out and, you know, it'll just be gone by the time you wake up. It's just like, that's... That's great. I can't imagine. I can't be fucked For real. to get up at 7 a.m. That'd be rough. Just to put the trash Just out, then go back to sleep yeah. or something? No. And then you probably yeah, won't no. go back to bed, because by then you'll know you know, physically exerted yourself, you, you'll be awake. You know, as soon as you get that blood pumping, it's like you're not going back mm-hmm. to bed. It's hard It's just like you got to get your day started. So I feel if you live in that lifestyle, it's fine. But imagine if overnight that was the system we all got it's here a little too regimented we'd for be me. fucking dead yeah a little too regimented for my taste i can't i cannot wake up that early 100%. oh so uh, i i did have one where it's kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like yeah okay this makes sense i i kind of wish we had something like that over here uh, you need to obtain a license or certificate to be able to handle fugu or pufferfish, which, yeah. That sounds like a no-brainer, though. <laughs> yeah, because it's super fucking toxic if you prepare it wrong. And I'm, I am Wait, highly Wait, do we okay. not? I don't think we do. I'm as fairly as certain we do. I, it may be. I haven't seen Hold anything up. Oh, I, I need to look this up real quick. Pufferfish... And also, the emperor is banned from eating it, just in case. Really? Yes. The, just the emperor, not the royal, not the imperial family, just the emperor. Okay, interesting. Which is yeah, a little little weird. Sorry, what is that? You know, uh, the, the the emperor cannot eat. Uh, is not allowed to eat uh, pufferfish under any circumstances. It's, yeah. prob- <clears throat> it's probably there that's probably there in case you know someone who is licensed messes up even yeah, fucks that up makes sense. yeah that just sounds like you if you if you are the emperor and you want to eat puffer fish that just sounds like playing russian roulette with like five bullets in the chamber <laughs> like there are so many things that can go wrong why would you even risk very it? much 
And apparently it's not even that good. It really is. Like, people said that it tastes actually rather flavorless. It's just like you're... you're... God, I fucking love the fact that there is just... Like, if if I'm going to be straight up, if I'm going to be risking my life, that that shit better make me like Ahi Gao. (laughs) 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 Ahi Gao face. That's how good that shit got to be if I'm playing my life for it. Imagine fucking pufferfish tasting like I mean, just plain gelatin. Just like, why, why do you even bother? Just go get a hamburger. <laughs> fucking much better and much cheaper. I don't know. In, in Japan, as far as I understand, burgers are fucking spurts. Really? Yeah, because they don't, they don't have a huge, like, beef market over there. It's like, it's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Mostly fish. Okay, don't quote me on this, but at this point, I'm starting to think that the reason we don't have international laws on pufferfish is because Japan is the only place that serves pufferfish. No, you can get it here in the States. Yeah, I, I can. Oh, yeah, there's. I don't a know, I'm not, I'm not getting any get hits it. on international pufferfish or something. Eat pufferfish near me. But. Well, anyways, once again. Way off topic. <laughs> I mean, kind of on topic, but I mean, yeah, a little bit. Off. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, yeah, the burger and all that other stuff. It's what we do best. Get off topic. Hell yeah. Uh, well, it's fucking illegal to hand mail to your neighbor's misaddressed mail to them. So if you get your neighbor's mail, you cannot give it to them. So I'm just going like, do you have to put it in their mailbox or something, and then just let I them don't. find it that way? So technically, I don't think it's supposed to be like that because uh, I'm fairly sure we have a similar law over here, kind of, uh, at least in this area, that you're supposed to send it back to the post office and they have to re. Uh, okay, hold up, hold up, real quick update on the pufferfish situation. I looked up Canadian law, at least Canadian law states uh, 3.0. That pufferfish is not permitted for import, so we cannot get it over here. Oh, interesting. Huh. I'll look up the United States law as well, just for... Because I'm fairly sure that there's a couple places locally that I could get. Just for the shits and giggles. This is the land of fat boys. Well, we can talk about that here in a minute. Oh, yeah, fair. Oh, Because that's another law. Oh, man. Just the idea that you can't have a fucking inhaler. Wait, what? Yeah. Inhaler is one of the banned medicines in Japan. Wait, seriously? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Like, how? But why, though? Like, they have modern medicine and everything. Like, what the? What? Okay, here's what I'm seeing for United States law. Sorry, quick update once again. For many of the states, you know, there are different laws. But for a lot of them, uh, you need to have a trusted importer. And I'm guessing they dissect the fish ahead of time for you so the people in there are certified. So, like, they'll, they'll, they'll have the fugu chef in Japan cut it up and then they'll import it uh, through their importer internationally to places in the states. That could be, but that sounds like it wouldn't last very long. Uh, because fish does not last. If you freeze it, if you freeze it, it should be fine. Well, right, but most—I mean, if you freeze fish, 
Well, yes. Ultimately, you're not going to get it tasting as fresh as possible. But then again, you're not going to get it tasting fresh as possible unless you go to Japan anyway. So. Yeah, I mean that's fair enough. From what I understand, at least if you buy it in the states, it has to be like pretty much guaranteed that it won't poison you. And there's only like, like literally, according to New York laws, there's only one importer you can purchase it from. You can't get it from anyone else. Interesting. And then Florida just states a straight up bans it. Like you can't sell it anywhere, and you can't like try to harvest it anywhere. That's crazy because those motherfuckers eat alligators on the regular. <laughs> well, alligators Alligator don't have poisonous glands. So what's your point? <laughs> Yeah, but they're kind of more likely to murder you. So Canadians, we're just straight up nah, and uh, people in the states are like, maybe. Uh, we'll that is the verdict we'll on the pufferfish. We'll take our chances. <laughs> All right, sorry. Resume the resume what you were saying before that. <laughs> oh yeah, like there's there's just certain medicines that's banned in Japan. I just can't believe that they have inhaler as one of them. So, like, Wait, fucking, they tell people hold the asthmas to just deal with it? <laughs> you know, you can't, you, I'm sorry, you can't bring it into Japan. You have to... Oh, so you have to get okay. the Japanese certified one. Okay, yeah, I think... I think that's, that's what I was what saying. <laughs> I was like, there's no way there aren't just people yeah, with asthma very, in Japan. <laughs> very strict on what medication... Yeah, so you cannot bring most medication from Japan. You have to get it prescribed from a doctor there, I believe. Does that include tourists yeah. or residents? Just uh, tourists as well. Also yes, includes tourists unless it's like very specific, like unless it's very specifically for life saving things, and then you have to carry a doctor's note. Okay, so people with like minor afflictions don't get away with it. That sucks. This yeah, says they have to purchase local. This says there could I be think that's... illegal amounts of particular ingredients in Western blends of medication, so they don't allow some medication to be brought to well, Japan. Yeah, I that's, suppose that's true fair. as well. But if you think about it, so I went to Scotland a couple of years ago. And Scotland? They have, yeah, a beautiful country, but uh, they had a, they only allow a certain amount of uh, acetaminophen and things like that in a certain amount of capsules. So you can only get like 20 or 30 cap bottles, I think it is. And, I mean, over here in the States, you can get, like, a fucking 100, 200 cap bottle, like, nothing. Yeah. Max strength. So, uh, that kind of that jives, though. Still, though, that uh, that must suck, I think, especially for Sean, right? Because, like, 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 first thing you'd have to do, then, when you land on Japan, is, like, fucking look for an inhaler. <laughs> I don't have asthma. Wait, who the fuck has asthma? I don't think any of us have asthma. I have minor issues, but I am I retarded. I've kind of outgrown them. <laughs> I could have sworn one of us had asthma. <laughs> I'm sick right now, but I ain't got asthma. You, bro, you want asthma? What am I on? What am I on, dude? What the hell? I could have sworn. What the fuck? Okay, I'm just dumb. Okay, no, ignore me. All right. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god oh holy shit i was not ready for that <laughs> oh, neither was so, i <laughs> here's another fun one there used to be a statute of limitations on murder wait everybody have a statute wait, of limitations what? on murder no what 
Yeah, you guys do in the States. No, we do not. It's like 40 years or something. No, no, no. If you get caught, if and if you are, no, the BTK killer, I think, was caught after, what, uh, 30, 40 years? Fucking, what was it? Like, California's like fucking 10 or 20. <laughs> it might be in California, but in the vast majority of the United States, I rem- if, if you've you, committed well, a murder. Because I remember, I remember there was this, like, one story, because I watch a lot of these, uh, like, fucking missing unknowns or whatever, people who've been murdered and whatnot. And they can't, like, unsolve mysteries. And they say the pr- the reason why people have to solve cases so quick, you know, even after, like, 40 years have passed, it's like, because there's a statute of limitations. You know, if they no. don't catch the guy, then they're going to stop pouring resources into the case. Well, okay, so that, the, that's a bit different. It's more of the, the police department no longer wants to pour resources into such. The statute of limitations is, like, uh, after so many years, the law cannot prosecute you for this. You can still be prosecuted. Well, I, I just think States that's the reason why they would have made guilty. such a law in the first place. It's just so, you know, even if there was interest or something, it wouldn't be like, okay, we're not gonna, we're not going to pour the resources anyway. Just so there's a legal thing that people can point at and just be like, nope, we can't do it. Well, yeah, but then at that point, like, a person gets to walk free and say, like, hey, yeah, I murdered this person after that amount of time, and there's nothing you can legally do. And then once again, so it's like, yeah, you guys have, you guys do have a statue. Like, uh, what, what is that one guy? The 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 creepy motherfucker that uh, ate, like, two or three people? Uh, Talking about the Japanese uh, dude? Issei Sagawa, I, yeah. I believe it's... Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, the Japanese yeah, cannibal. That, that dude, like, ate um but yeah so uh i i think that's how he got out of that because it, it was uh up um the law was finally overturned in 2010 but yeah no it's yeah you uh, fucking, statute of limitations on murder is ugh. yeah he fucking wrote a book about it afterwards too <laughs> yeah he did and he's still like yeah i'm still down for this wait no i think he died recently but wouldn't surprise uh, he me. was still down was for it till the end. You find the body if you eat the body. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, he was just like, no, I just want to straight up eat the body. <laughs> Sean, get your inhaler. So yeah, your asthma's kicking up. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a, a nutty idea to me because in in the u.s as far as like as far as i know there is no statute of limitations there's like t- points at which like police will be like yeah i don't fucking we can't focus on this anymore but <clears throat> uh, independent investigations can still yield a lot yeah which i am thankful for because yeah statute of limitations are weird some things, like, okay, whatever, but for the vast majority, like, he's still committed a crime. I mean, I don't think it's that nutty of an idea to have or not have one, because, I mean, just logistically speaking, is that evidence, you know, and just, it, it does disappe- just, just disappears with time, and it's very rare occasion that you'll actually get a lead, like, 20, 40 years down the line. Well, right, but yeah, I mean, somebody so. should still be able to independently investigate and say, like, hey, we think we might have found something. Yeah, so then I guess that's why Japan is, like, cool with it, I guess, with <laughs> yeah, not having a statute, because uh, then people won't, can, if they want to investigate, because they can do whatever. 
Let's, let's and it was previously only 25 years. But Jeez. I just personally think I don't care either way. It's just like... In other words, uh, play the waiting game. It practically makes no difference. Yeah. It is what it is. But, but luckily, thankfully, they still like keep the records. Well, luckily they changed uh, it, so... Yeah. yeah. For sure. Like, other things I can let slide, but murdering somebody? Mm. Yeah. You want to make sure we keep that shit and definitely stay on them. Someone fucking deadbolted the door. What? How dare they deadbolt the door? How fucking dare. So y'all want to talk about the fat techs? Yes. <laughs> I'm offended. So, number seven, yeah. Number seven on this list. Japanese citizens <laughs> between the ages of 40 and 74 have to have their waistlines measured annually. And this is because uh, they kind of have this uh, strict idea of like health and body image over there in Japan. And so when you're younger, they kind of let you go loose a bit. You know, they'll still in schools give you warnings about eating healthy and doing exercise regularly but they're just like you know it's fine because they know that bodies are changing in your adolescence so they're like whatever but then pretty much uh once you've hit like 40 to 74 the reason that they have this particularly is because you know your health has to be monitored very carefully you're getting older you know you there are many complications that come out of being overweight at that age and so their idea of enforcing it, unfortunately, though, is a monetary tax. A little nutty. Wait, so what is the waistline that they have implemented? Well, I mean... Do we have that? I, I don't. I just know it's like... A, it's like basically it a is. of the BMI index. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me read about it's like it. their idea of the ideal BMI index, and it's just like depending on how much further you fall out of from it, it's like is how much you'll be taxed. Understood. <coughs> they they go based off waist measurements. You know, I personally think Ooh. it's oof, it's a bit rough because. For Ooh, some yikes. people, it's just I don't I don't know if they do it on a case by case basis, you know, case by case basis. But for some people, it's just it's just how it is, you know. Either your metabolism's failing you and stuff like that. I don't Especially think that should. Older. I don't think you should be punished though for still trying to live your life. You know, you want to eat food. You want to eat because it's not even like just gorging yourself right because that's just in excess but at, at that age like literally just eating slightly out of line can cause you to rapidly gain weight you know change shape and stuff like that yep and it's just like i i don't feel people should be punished for enjoying themselves especially when they get to that age like you think about how people in japan have to like basically work themselves to retirement like work themselves to death for retirement. And then you're telling me once they get to that age, they're not even allowed to, like, enjoy themselves after all that work? That's kind of fucky. 
I mean, especially since they're working themselves so hard, like, they're not always going to get the best of food, so... They're not going to get the best of food. They won't have time for the exercise anyway. You know, they're cooped up in their office. It's like, what is it? Like, I heard what was it, like, 30-60% like, Japanese citizens are, like, salarymen? It's just, like, so many people just cooped up in their offices. How are they going to have the time to... That's nutty, like, just to think about that idea... Like, three in ten people you know, yep, work in a fucking horrid building, cubicles. And you're telling them that it's their responsibility for somehow having a work-life balance when you already skewed one end of the spectrum. That's a mention, like, the, the kind of snack foods that they have to get on... Uh, most of the time well admittedly apparently though like even even for what japanese people classify as junk food is still pretty good in comparison to what we have here it's all like rice-based cakes and stuff like that which yeah definitely dude if i could get like an onigiri every day dude honestly i am feeling that is like the ideal snack (laughs) i don't like the uh fucking oh god what is it the fermented whatever it is plum i think it is the natto yeah i don't they eat that for like breakfast though you don't got to worry about that <laughs> you, you don't fuck with it too much and y'all ever seen a japanese I, breakfast I though for real i've had it and i don't like it you don't <laughs> other like than it. natto i think I, I could get away with it i like the idea of having nice sashimi in the morning that sounds great I'm not, I'm not a big fan. Got those. Person, they got here, like though. pickled <laughs> tomatoes and stuff. I, I would not. I would not do very well over there. I am not a very big fan of fish. Yeah, I, I'd get my nice Japanese breakfast and then fucking walk to, walk across the street to see Sasha getting his McDonald's. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I'd be probably going to the ramen shops. Fucking. Mm. I don't open that early in the morning though. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the rice cakes though are nice. Just. With certain fillings. Yeah, man. I could power through, like, any shift of, like, any man, job if I just had going an really off. <laughs> it's just okay, calorie dense. You just feel full. You know, you feel like you ate a mini meal. Well, I mean, technically, we're still on the discussion about the whole fat tax, uh, kind yeah. of. I mean, <clears throat> we're talking about, like, what they have. And even then, like, yeah, if you, if you think about it, it's not like they have very huge high calorie foods that but still at the end of the day is that at that age it's no longer just in talk about what you eat it's also the talk about what you do yeah and unfortunately when you don't have the time because it's a social norm to fucking stay over time at japanese companies you ain't got time to do exercise that's just the fact yep you start getting those looks So, you know, I don't really get how they do it. I'd be interested in learning. I'd be interested in trying it, maybe. But it's just like, I don't understand it from a practical standpoint. No. It's just so many hours in a day is all. Like, this is why this is why um, I think for the most part uh, everybody has to like walk everywhere to commute because that's got to be like part of your exercise regime at that point. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of like <clears throat> actual regime? car usage and car usage in Japan and such. 
Yeah, car usage, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is only in the in uh, anywhere that's not Tokyo or what's that one place? Wait, 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 what one place? Can't think of the name all of a sudden. All I know is just what, it's one of the where? other highly dense region, population dense regions. Akihabara? Uh, could be. Just as long as it's not one of the more urbanized places, like <clears> places <throat> that still have like villages dotted across their prefectures, it's like yeah, you won't see cars that much. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, oh, you're talking about like in the okay, okay. Yeah. If you live in uh, highly urbanized areas, you're most likely always walking or taking the train to commute. Honestly, yeah. I mean, that's not a bad idea, though. If you, no, for you sure. You probably live super close by in that case, usually like 15 minutes or like 15 minutes to an hour from where you need to work, so. All right. Well, do you want to talk about the big one? Uh, no. I just saw a funny one. Japanese citizens need to notify <laughs> the government before visiting Antarctica. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was it any of your damn business? I just want to see the penguins, man. <laughs> I don't understand that. Hold on. I want to read this. Most people don't need to inform the government of their next holiday destination, but in Japan, you need to do so if you're going to Antarctica. In 1997, Japan signed an Antarctic Treaty pledging to keep Antarctica safe from environmental harm. As part of the treaty, Japan restricts citizens from taking part in activities that could damage the environment in Antarctica. For sightseeing only, a form has to be submitted and approved by the Ministry of Environment prior to travel. Wait, hold on, Antarctica. Wait. Hold on. Okay, but to be fair, Antarctica, you you uh, that's a unilateral thing, as far as I understand. To Do visit. we need to inform our governments if we want to go? Yes. Uh, as far as I, I mean, understand, uh, going to Antarctica uh, or like uh, any of the like uh, the other pole, it's uh, a mutual defense pact of I think almost every nation that. Uh, you have to register with your government and get okay to go there. Yeah, I suppose it'll stop the occasional crazy from right. wanting to go. I, uh, I, I, that one was just very interesting. I didn't know we had that at all. Uh, but it makes sense. Let, let me. The only uh, people who go there are usually like document uh, people who are documenting the space or doing research. So it makes sense yeah. that only a select few would be able to go anyway. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh... So, the way it works is, since no country owns Antarctica, no visa is required to travel, but if you are a citizen of a country that is a signatory of the Antarctica Treaty, uh, you need to get your government's permission to do such. So then this one isn't necessarily, like, a japan only weird law it's just a law pretty much it's very odd why they'd include in this list then uh, yeah it, it, it's it just a, sounds like a world because it's not thing. very widely known i don't think so i that mean to be fair be we didn't a... understand it until yeah i i actually just learned about that very recently while 
admittedly watching some uh, guilty pleasure conspiracy theory videos. Oh, speaking of cars earlier, we were talking about how we shouldn't own a car. This one law would definitely stop me from doing it. Drivers will be fined for splashing pedestrians with rainwater. Honestly, because as you know, Japan is up there. highly prevalent <laughs> to typhoon seasons. It's like... It's just a thing that happens all the time over there. So it's like, why on earth would I ever own a car knowing that I can be fined... What is this? Well, I mean, it's only $66, but that's still $66 I gotta give up if somebody reports me to the police. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it's not my fault that there had me a puddle there, you had me there, and, well, tough shit. Like, it's like, it says here, it's like, uh, for cars who refuse to slow down on a rainy day, but it's just like, don't we have minimum speed limits? Like, how slow are we talking? And then does this apply to the... So basically, if I see a pedestrian ahead of me, I have to slow down to, like, 20, uh, 20 miles an hour or something. <laughs> yep. And nobody's gonna stop me. Like, hey, why are you driving so slow, bud? I'm driving slow and no. Like I hold, I hold up traffic just because I don't, me. I don't want to get like fined uh, seven thousand yen. Like, well, I mean, to be fair though, at that point, it's probably a pretty uh, like common knowledge thing. I guess so. I'm saying typhoon season must be a goddamn nightmare for everybody who drives. Oh yeah. Oof. Everything turns into pretty much a school zone. <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounds horrible. I can take you 20 minute drive turns into like an hour. Yeah. Eight minute drive takes like half an hour or something. It's like, nah, I'm good. Although I suppose in the bigger cities, you're not going to be going very fast in the first place. Suppose so. Yeah, there are a lot of, uh, from what I understand, there are a lot of intersections, so... Yeah, it's only like a block of high traffic, but not a shit ton of drivers. It's just very active when it is. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. (laughs) Well, what about this one? If we're going to continue on the car trend, no red or white civilian cars are allowed in Japan until the 1960s. That one didn't interest me as much. You, I mean, anybody I here wants I their car kinda, red or white? <laughs> I think I kind of get it because uh, that was probably their um, sign uh, signs for like uh, emergency vehicles. And, yeah, and emergency it says right vehicles. there in the in the blurb. Okay, and I mean, that, I guess that is fair because yeah, we've always had like red for fire trucks and i don't think red was such a prominent color back then anyways i don't know how the hell you confuse a fucking tiny sedan for a fire truck though that's that's (laughs) true though big brain i see i police cars ambulances maybe yeah if you were a van but a fire truck you gotta think also they've got uh they've got much smaller like utility vehicles for that kind of thing that are pretty much repurposed vehicles (laughs) fire truck like the Isuzu's, or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm talking about, the trucks. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, universal yeah. as shit. That's true. Huh? I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, Have yeah. Have you yeah. seen those, Sean? The, I mean, like, yeah, once again, it's like police cars trucks. and ambulances, but... 
Still don't get how you confuse a fire truck. That's interesting. The what, Sasha? Uh, like the Isuzu trucks. I, I think that's the fucking company. I know my one one company here that my parents worked for it was uh they used Toyotas, so I don't know. Yeah, Isuzu's. Uh, it, like it's a very boxy but very yeah i've uh, seen them i've seen them before i had one parked uh, outside my house at one point in my life yeah because my mom and they're very versatile me and mum worked for a company and they had to use one they're nice little things too surprisingly fuel efficient i'm sure if i saw one i'd know exactly what 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 you're talking about yeah like you've definitely seen them in animes before (laughs) yeah i'm sure just off the top of my head right now, I cannot think of it. Yeah, actually, okay, I got you. That that tells me exactly. Is it truck kun? Yeah, that tells me. There we go. <laughs> the truck. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's like every isekai truck ever. <laughs> yep. You got the big white box. Yeah. In the back. Yep. Yep. Basically, that's yep. what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. truck kun. Truck kun back at it again. <laughs> Yep, that tells me exactly common, what you're that talking a about. Thing? <laughs> yes. that's, that's the name of it now. Yeah, it's Truckkun, dude. Oh Every time you'd God. see him roll up in the Isekais, about to Isekai the main character, you'd be like, ah, Truckkun's back at it. Again. Oh my God, is that an actual, is that a yes. common enough trope? Yes. <laughs> Truckkun's his own character so now in every Isekai anime. <laughs> Here I am murdering again. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not murdering. Murder? He's sending people to another world. <laughs> Murder? He's doing. He's doing God's work, dude. Yeah, but if you remember, it's fucking what's his nuts from uh, Konosuba very much died. Yeah, but he was a fan. Well, I guess that wasn't even Truck Coon. So, right, not even Truck Coon does. So. Was it Truck Coon's fault? <laughs> I say not. <laughs> Subversion no, of tractor. trope. <laughs> Subversion of trope. <laughs> Approved. Yeah. Oh, man. That's weird. I what, think we should guns? get into the big one real quick. Oh, yeah. And then we'll call it there. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, would you like to well, tell everybody how we got to this discussion today? Ah. Uh, I guess. I think it was because I was making fun of you for Black Bullet again. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, God, Black Bullet. <laughs> so what? <laughs> we came full circle. We have come full yep. circle. Full circle. Back to <laughs> Black Bullet. Uh, so they were saying that I'm into lollies because of Black <laughs> Bullet. Because I selected Black Bullet. You are. Don't which deny it. This is no. It's not the case. <laughs> it was just a cool <laughs> anime denial. at the that, time. Apparently, that's a bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do not watch anime. That's a bit for nuclear. The lolly girls. That's a little and so I told, them, anyways, I told them you could hear like the fucking Kikimori's in the back being like, "One of us. One of us." What the fuck? Like the an era manga sensei fans being like, one of us, one of us. <laughs> that was another one we were talking about, all the other weird animes, yeah. I felt like and, it was time for some illumination into 
Why are there so many goddamn lollies in anime? Yes. And well, it turns out it's because the age of consent is what? 13? 14? 13? I thought it was 14. What? No, not in Japan. 14. No, 14 is like Middle Eastern countries, I think. No, they're more like 16. Huh? 13. Oh my god! And it's yep, just like age of Japan, thirteen. Real quick, it's just like oh picture in your mind god. what a thirteen-year-old looks like. It's a bit weirder nowadays in like the Western countries because like fucking everybody's getting puberty like <laughs> real early these days, apparently. Uh, yeah, it's definitely accelerating. But I, I, I'd like to imagine when I was thirteen, I was still looking like a dipshit kid. <laughs> yeah, no, yep. it's uh, it's just super weird so it's just like imagine that and you and somebody said an adult looked at this child and was like yeah they're old enough to fuck (laughs) yeah i'd I'd cringe and then i'd probably punch them (laughs) and but uh, it's time for some illumination you know if you put it in the context of the modern age yeah it seems pretty fucked but you have to look at trace back its history a little bit and keep in mind as i'm explaining this i'm not in any way condoning it I'm just explaining why this might be the case. And the reason it might be the case is because it traces back to all the way to <clears throat> child brides from any medieval feudal era you can think of. Yeah. Even over here in the West, right? It's just or a remnant. West, quote-unquote, before we colonized everything here. Technically, everybody was British and you know European and whatnot. But... Not you know it's like uh, people way back then you know and uh, in the European side of things weren't absolved of this either. They also had child brides, from what I understood, and it was this is true. at some point that they abolished it very much early on. You know, and I think uh, most of the civilized world these days have abolished child brides to begin with. In anyway, including Japan. Just it's just they've yet to catch up with the age of consent laws all, but this traces back to the fact that you know people back then had wed children very early on. Uh, you know you would you know selling off your daughters was a very common thing back in the day, like back when like you remember being taught this in school. Oh yeah, yeah. This is definitely yeah. This is accurate. It's. It's just a very weird thing that they haven't caught up on yet. I, I suppose it's bit of a cultural shock kind of thing when it comes to it. Because when you put it in that kind of context, it's like... they, they you know, 13-year-olds of that time were made to look very pretty and stuff. They were made to be attractive so that they'd be so that they'd be picked up by suitors. So very much when you think of the idea of like why are children fetishized? Because there's a historic context to it. That's just what they were made to do at that time. And you know That's and, true, and also the repressing of anything sexual nature of japan over the last like uh, 
uh, since the West came over? Uh, yeah, I guess so, when you think about it, yeah, is that they're not very open when it comes to talking about and teaching sexuality. So, oftentimes the issue is a combination of people who are kind of, who are, are sick in the head, but because this is kind of, like, normalized in their culture, and the fact that children aren't being taught, you know, proper, proper things about their uh their physicality so yeah they aren't being properly educated yeah fully (laughs) so it's less like and i mean this is kind of a western done thing as well it's it definitely (laughs) is not fully of japan's own making yeah I suppose the the point of it is at the end of the day is there you know there is a reason for the the continued fetishization of children. It's not right. I think that definitely needs to change. But at least there is a reason. You know, I I, I tend to think it is a bit wrong just to say that you know Japan's fucked in the head because it's not necessarily that they're fucked in the head. It's just. It's the culture. It's just, just the way it, it's it is been for since. It's very much just a deep-rooted culture that hasn't <coughs> been removed from modern society yet. Not to mention the fact that Japan, as a nation in and of itself, has is very rooted in its own culture and its own history. Yeah, it's it it's is very, very often hard senses. for them to change cultural norms. Because they they are very traditionalist people, you know something's been the way for the past hundred years, and their idea of instead of examining it and seeing if there's any faults and adapting and changing things, is just say let's do it another hundred years if it's worked. Mm-hmm. Which it has worked to their detriment and also to their betterment in some form or fashion. Yeah, it it's... works to their betterment when things truly do work, but then. Once again, we bring up the main pop discussion where it's just like, hey, you gotta stop looking at those kids funny, and they're just like, how about I don't? <laughs> they're like, mm, what do you mean? Don't touch kids. Japan be like, how about I do anyway? <laughs> Yikes. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> I no, don't their mind's telling anymore. them yes. That's the whole point. <laughs> My mind's telling me yes, and my body, my body's all saying yeah. <laughs> oh no. On oh, that no. note, I uh, think we're good to call it. God, this has been a weird episode. <laughs> yes, yes, it has. Uh, but yes, okay, so, Sean, it's okay. We understand you like lollies because it's a deep-rooted no. seed of culture. <laughs> it can't no. be helped. It's been incredible. <laughs> in you hey, from Sean, a long time uh, ago. You will play some RDR2 after that? Uh, I might take you up on that subject. a little bit. Uh, that's a I have only just started the game, but I might take you up on that. Yeah. Alright. But anyways, uh, so Psycho, you want to tell everyone what we're going to be watching next week? Oh, is that my pick? Yeah, remember you picked it out and it's 
Yes, I remember the pick very clearly. I'm definitely not scrolling into my DMs real quick to verify it. (laughs) What the hell did I pick? Oh, ah, yeah. I'm excited to share with you guys something that won't make you... Hopefully not make you cringe too much on the inside. It is a 12-episode anime with an original anime-only story that I found really (laughs) neat. It was very cool, and I'd like to share it with you guys. It is Seven Knights Revolution Hero Successor. What the fuck? It's a mouthful. What is with these titles? (laughs) So it's actually based off of a Korean mobile game from what I've remember web or no mobile game Weird. Uh, and it got picked up for an anime only original story might have had a collaboration tie over whatever but i don't know so like how king's game was just a phone (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh... well when you put it that way (laughs) but yeah i i saw this one very recently, so it wasn't like a oh, this was back in my childhood kind of pick. I saw it like I'm a month ago, two months ago, and I thought answers. this is very cool. It's got a good banger soundtrack. It's got a cool story, great action. I think the boys will enjoy it. So I figured, just for this time, I'll give you guys something nice to watch, and then we'll resume <laughs> the cringe next time. <laughs> the Edge Games. Hell yeah. The Edge. Yeah, right. we can talk about Big games. Order next time. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, let's what? go. What let's go. That? Oh, God, he likes let's Big go. Order. <laughs> the fuck is Oh, that? no. It's cringe. Don't worry let's about it. Go. We'll oh, get there no. when we get there, Sasha. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. We'll get there. Um, all right. So, anyways, I'm going to go ahead and start with this. If you wish to listen to the podcast on podcast format, you can listen on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Samsung's new platform, Samsung Podcast. Just look up Caffeine's podcast. Uh, and if you wish to watch us live, you can watch us on Twitch on Sundays at twitch.tv slash podcast. Uh, Sasha, can you do the YouTube? Yeah, you can watch all of our edited down content and any of our side content that we have on YouTube at Caffeinated Weaves. Psycho, can you do the Reddit? Uh, if you want to look at some dank memes that we make on the occasion, you can check it out at r slash Caffeinated Weaves podcast. I think it's just caffeinated weebs. It's just caffeinated weebs. Joke's on you. Haha, <laughs> I'm not drunk. <laughs> ben, can you do the Twitter? The Twitter is at Weebs Podcast. If you want to tweet or anything at us, let's fucking go. Let's and I've been wondering, host Shunny095. You can find me on Twitch at tw- Twitch and Twitter yeah, at Shunny095. My name's DanbyTV. You can find me at both those, at both those websites at the same handle. I'm Psychometry with three Ys. You can find me at Twitch and Twitter under the same handle. And I am Sasha's Streams. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Sasha's Streams. Let's go. This is episode 10, and y'all have a great night. Remember, if you want Later. to discuss Aramanga Sensei, you can do so with Sean. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.